We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. Latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man, grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, maybe his peer Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk with looming We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. Coronavirus. 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 Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison, your anti-government propagandist and chief. Now, about two days ago, we reported that uh, Donald Trump said he was going to fire upwards of 50,000 government employees. Well, looks like there's a little bit of backtracking. Because when he said he wanted to, you know, shrink down the government, I'm all for that. Great shit. If he actually, If he actually intends to do it, wonderful. All for it. But unfortunately, in an uh, upward trend that Trump has always had, from my observations, says one good thing, immediately shoves his foot down his fucking throat really hard. Look at this. Trump in D.C. speech calls for death penalty for convicted drug dealers. Former President on, sorry, former President Trump on Tuesday voiced support for imposing the death penalty as punishment for convicted drug dealers as part of a speech in which he laid out laid out a series of drastic measures to curb crime. Quote, The penalty should be very, very severe. If you look at countries throughout the world, the ones that don't have a drug problem are the ones that institute a very quick trial, death penalty, sentence for drug dealers. Hmm. Yeah, like China, which he goes on to actually brag about. He's like, yeah, I got this idea from China. China's great. Yeah, a totalitarian dictatorship of a government that kills blacks, Jews, Tibetan, Taiwanese, Muslims, all because they're not communist. If you speak out against communism, you get fucking destroyed. I mean, let's not forget, America has Kent State, but they have Tiananmen fucking Square. I'm just fucking saying. Now we have the video here, and we have two articles to get into... Uh, one, I'm deciding if I'm going to even look into it. Cause why is this here? What does this have to do with this? So out of curiosity, I may look at that. We have an article from The Hill over here. The Hill with a high factuality rating 11 hours ago. And over here we have an article from The Daily Caller, which is the left article. Oh, wait. Nope, the right article, which means... Let's, uh... Boom. Check this one out later. Alright. Well, let's hop over the hill first. 
Trump in DC speech calls for death penalty for convicted drug dealers by Brett Samuels, published today. Well, yesterday, but that's of the time of this going out. Former President Trump on Tuesday voiced support for imposing the death penalty as punishment for convicted drug dealers as part of a speech in which he laid out a series of drastic measures to curb crime. Quote, the penalty should be very, very severe. If you look at countries throughout the world, the ones that don't have a drug problem are the ones that institute a quick trial death penalty sentence for drug dealers, Trump said at an American First Policy Institute. Now, a little background on Trump, something that people may not know about him. Again, I think this is a bad take, but this is a little bit of perspective to throw out there, too. Uh, Trump lost a brother of his... Uh, I I can't really speak to how close they were, but if you got, according to reports and interviews with him, it was the brother he was the closest to. Uh, uh, younger, older, I can't really recall, but dude had a serious issue with drinking and drug abuse, and that left an impression on Trump. But this just sounds like more war on crime bullshit. But let's continue. It's. Quote, it sounds horrible, doesn't it? But you know what? That's the ones that don't have any problems. It doesn't take 15 years in court. It goes quickly, and you absolutely, you execute a drug dealer, and you'll save 500 lives, Trump continued. Jesus. Like, uh, well, first off, let's, let, let's look at it like this. If you remove the federal ban on drugs, which, by the way, the federal government has no business making po- federal policy on drugs, that is a Tenth Amendment issue. States should be the ones making the choice on what drugs are legal and illegal in their state, and that changes based on the activity of the voters. That's how it's meant to be, but it's not how it is, sadly. For example, if Michigan wanted to have legalized cocaine, but Ohio wanted to keep cocaine illegal, it would fall to these two states to enforce the separate policies in a mutually beneficial way. That's how it was designed to be, and that's how it's not, unfortunately, because the government wants to be interfered in every little bit of everyday life in every single little bit of states' decisions. Why? Because the more involvement the feds have, the more taxes they can steal from the general population. <clears throat> Pardon me. And another big psychological reason we know this to be true, it's called the no... Uh, oh God, I'm blanking on it. It's the idea that if you tell somebody no, they're going to do it anyway. We tell people, drugs are bad. Oh, yeah, man. It makes you feel so good when you take them. You just get addicted to it, man. It makes you feel so good you want to do it over and over and over. In a way... The, the way we're taught about drugs is what makes us want to do it. Oh, you mean I feel good, so I want to do it again? I mean, it has those side effects, but it must be so good, I don't give a fuck about those side effects. You have that taboo side that makes it so much more appealing. The allure of it is there because of the restrictions around it. If you were just to decriminalize it on a state level and allow it to be regulated and marketed through the state, specifically the state government, if you're going to have any laws... I don't want anybody to misconstrue me as saying federal, state. No, 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 no. Have like the indi- like individual states run and control their operations. Have the feds be there to do no more than monitor the border, or well, monitor the border and perform military protections. You know, defend the- defend the border and maintain the border. That's the only thing the federal government's supposed to be doing. But the fact that we've allowed them to grow so far is why I'm forced into the anarchist camp of. Just gotta fucking junk it. Again, the drug of war is a prime example. How much shit has been pushed through under the moniker of the fucking, uh, for example, 94 crime bill destroyed more black lives in America than... If you allow the states to have the individual laws that they would need in order to operate properly according to the way this country was founded, uh, a prime example is just allowing the war on drugs to end and make it completely state's choice through a 10th Amendment decision. That's all you would have to do. How many, look, how many people's lives have been absolutely devastated by the war on drugs? How many nonviolent drug offenders, for example, people who sold a little weed here or there, people who even had weed in their possession, how many of them have had their lives destroyed 
because they were smoking weed or just selling weed to another grown adult who had what's wrong with this i have the money for this product that you have i want to give you money for that product that product may be drugs what is so bad about that if it's two consenting adults the the adult buying the drugs knows what the drugs are doing to their body they're well aware of that and to say well without regulations you know people wouldn't get help you're discrediting an entire group of people who recognize they have problems and seek help themselves that's a vast majority of junkies like it or not at some point they realize they need help and there also are interventions families hold that tend to push people in to help you don't need the federal government to come in and regulate people's fucking medical or health decisions Absolutely not. If you're a grown adult over the age of 18 and you decide, I want to buy heroin with my earned money, as long as you didn't steal that money or get it through ill gains, I don't give a fuck. And no one else should either. If you destroy your life, it's your life to destroy. Now, my problem comes in when, yes, there are issues when it comes to people dealing to minors. I totally agree. That is fucking horrendous. And there needs to be some sort of accountability held. And this is a conversation we need to have. I'm not going to argue on that one. But there should be absolutely no laws, at least in my opinion, regarding an adult voluntarily buying a substance through an exchange of wealth. I give you some money, you give me product. I put product in my body. If I die, I sign that contract when I handed over you the money for the product that killed me. Or, if I don't die, I'll come back and buy this product again. If you do decide to not go the full uh, freedom route and you want to do the libertarian route where you allow the states to regulate it, then you're going to have things like methadone clinics where people can go in and they can get a pharmaceutical, uh, a pharmaceutical version of a street drug uh, given to them. There's a billion ways to go that are all better than having the federal government involved and far better than having a possible 2024 president saying death penalty to these people. It's fucking insane, right? Like, it's not just me. <clears throat> it's terrible to say, but you take a look at every country in this world that doesn't have a problem with drugs. They have a very strong death penalty for people that sell drugs, he said. Trump's comments calling for a crackdown on drug dealers, which included praise for the quick trials in other countries, came as part of a broader vision of harshly... Are you guys going to talk about the fact that the other country he compared it to, the quick trials he was congratulating, were the ones in China where essentially it's no jury, just one judge decides guilty or not, and the judge is often in the pocket of the fucking government. Sorry, often. The judge is always in the pocket of the fucking government. Again, by proxy, Trump just called for even bigger government. Last week... Not even last week, five days ago, this motherfucker wants to fire the Fed. Now he wants to ingrandize them uh, get uh, even more with some more power. And I get it. Look, I get both sides of the death penalty argument. I absolutely do. On one hand, you have this horrible monster, right, going around beating and doing unspeakable things to people. He, he's assaulting women, uh, sexually harassing people, burning down houses and killing people. That person, through their actions, has forfeited their right to live. The issue is, I'm not so sure I trust the government, especially the federal government, to be the ones who issue that death warrant. I mean, just look at Kamala Harris. She kept falsifying, uh, she kept falsifying documents to keep people in jails and in prisons longer for the fucking free labor they provided. Side note, most of them were for marijuana possession. The drug that she had them in prison for and jail for way longer than their actual sentences were was a drug that she herself brags about partaking in at that exact time period the bitch but i just don't find myself able to trust the federal government or the state government necessarily to decide if this person should be uh, executed by the state what i think needs to happen is arm the citizens citizens can self-regulate there is a policy of fuck around and find out and you have civil justice it can be sorted out in the legal system when the dust fucking settles but the idea of, and this is on a slightly similar topic, the idea of fair and honest, unbiased justice is bullshit. If the justice system was really blind, fair, and unbiased, you would know the ruling of every single court case the moment you walked into that court. You would know exactly how it would go. But the fact that we don't tells you everything you need to know about how there is no such thing as blind justice.
Plus, how can you have blind justice when the judge when the judges are going to look at a case through the through the lens of their own histories, their own um, <clears throat> their own biases, their own experiences, and looking at you through the lens of all these other cases they've tried already? I mean, there's a reason why judges can give a man sixty years to life in prison and then go home and sleep like a baby and then do it the next day. Come on. I would rather a million innocent people. Uh, 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 I would rather. How's the saying go? I'd rather a hundred guilty people go, instead of in uh, instead of one innocent person suffering. Again, this is one of those situations where having a firearm and knowing how to use it and teaching people how to use firearms. I would much rather have my tax dollars if they're going to be stolen from me to be put into training people how to use firearms. But you know that's not going to be. But that's one way we could uh, curb all these societal problems without the state having to get involved. Is allowing people to exercise their Second Amendment right uninfringed upon. <clears throat> Sorry about that rant. Hope it made sense. Let's see. The former president painted a picture of a bleak and dystopian country, highlighting instances of civilians being attacked in Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere. He called for police squad cars to be parked on every corner. What's that line from the epic rap battles of history song? I want to run these streets like I run my casinos. More police and less Latinos. Trump suggested moving uh, encampments of homeless people out of major cities and to, quote, large parcels of inexpensive land at the outer reaches of the city, and quote, and creating tents with medical professionals. We will be watching this whole clip, don't worry. Trump called for passing laws to give police more authority to strengthen qualified immunity so law enforcement does not fear repercussions. Again, I'm absolutely disgusted. If he actually said this, well, it's fucking disgusting. Now, I've seen the clips going around where it's Trump saying, yeah, you know, in China, Xi Jinping, you know, they, they deal with the, the drug, the fucking junkies and the dealers there so quickly, so quickly, that I'm like, all right, well, we're going to read some articles and then we're going to watch the video. He called for a, quote, no-holds-barred national campaign to dismantle gangs and organized street crimes in America. Okay. Now, let's look at this. Whoa, what the fuck just happened? I was recording for that, right? Uh, what the fuck is it doing? Um, let's see. Now, I don't necessarily have a problem because that is the federal government protecting its borders. And it's like, you know, it, it, it is the government falling in line with what it's supposed to do. To target, the target organized gangs and you know street crime. If look cartels and shit like that, all right, I can get going after them. Again, that should be more of a state issue. If the state wants federal help, then the state can reach out for the federal help. But as the time being, that should be exclusively a state job to bust these uh, gang operations. But I can get it. If Trump's more talking about going after cartels and organized gang violence instead of, like, your neighborhood dope dealer or your neighborhood pothead, then all right. But it, you, you have to clean up that fucking wording. But then again, man, I, you know, with Trump, you never know. Maybe he's just saying this just to say it, or maybe it's something he actually has in mind. But it's not clear from what I'm getting if he means... All the drug dealers and organized crime and individual users and dealers, that's going to be a fucking issue. Because, let's face it, organized drugs and cartels are a much bigger problem, and there are drug cartels in America. They do exist and they do operate. Now, going after those is one thing. I would hate to see the federal government go after just, you know, crackhead Pete down the corner who sells weed and acid. I mean, he don't do nothing to nobody. He just sells some drugs out of his fucking camper. He ain't a fucking threat to anybody. I would hate to see him go away because all he's doing is selling drugs to, again, adults who are willingly giving the money for the drugs he's selling. Disclaimer, Crackhead Pete is not a real person, but Pedo Pete is. Um, let's see. The former president called for efforts to defeat uh, violence, quote... And be tough and be nasty and 
be mean if we have to. Quote, We're living in such a different country for one primary reason. There is no longer respect for the law, and there certainly is no order. Our country is now a cesspool of crime, Trump said. Okay, uh, well, my kind of that is issues with the police aren't, like, a recent thing. I mean, Kent State happened under Nixon. In fact, it was Nixon who ordered that shit to happen. Now, if you want to argue whether or not Nixon ordered for the shooting to take place, irregardless, it was police who were sent there to do it. And then you have things like Waco, you know, where, where the state and the federal and the local, you know, law enforcement raided a, a, essentially a church or in a cult, if you want to call it that, that were of no threat to anybody. No, the police have discredited themselves. It's just, it took the left getting out there and burning shit for people to really start to notice it. Because it's not just the left who hates cops. I mean, me, myself, in 2016, I was a back-the-blue kind of guy. I was a back-the-blue until maybe, like, 2017, 2018. When I started seeing, like, cops in certain states protect rioters. And then in 2020, I was like, yeah, nope, I'm out. These cops are bashing in little Trump supporter, little, little, little MAGA Mimas, as you're jokingly called. Meanwhile, they're protecting people burning down cities and attacking innocent civilians. Yep, nope, fuck the cops, I'm out. Then you have, like, the blue flu during, the, during that time period of, like, the George Floyd incidents and everything. The George Floyd uh, overdose that was called a murder and had people burning down cities. And again, you know, it's it's not white people being harmed by most of these rioting. It's black communities being destroyed by these Black Lives Matter riots. <laughs> but uh, yet, uh, George Fentanyl Floyd died of an overdose. Cope and seethe. Anyway, you had cops saying, all right, well, uh, I'm not going out there. If I'm supposed to protect these rioters and, and lock up these people just trying to run their businesses, then I quit. We had hundreds of thousands of cops across this country resign and just effectively quit showing up for work. And then you had the vaccine mandate where we had another few thousand cops across the country just quit. I can't act like it was in the doubles, double digits of the thousands, but I think it was like seven or 8,000 cops. And I think those seven or 8,000 cops that left during the uh, vaccine mandates were the last cops who wouldn't do what they were told. But even then, what made them leave was the government finally telling them they have to do something. Then they were like, oh, you're telling me to do something about me? Uh, no, I quit. So there's nothing more than bootlicking lackeys. That's all that's left in the police force. So I, I would argue the police discredited them fucking selves, not the rioters. If anything, the rioters highlighted the police's corruption and obedience to the state instead of the people. But the Supreme Court keeps ruling they're under no obligation to protect you. So, fuck the police, bro. Sorry. Uh, and is it really a different country? There's always been corruption. There's always been war. I, I, I will say, I mean, I was born in a pre-9-11 uh, America, and I faintly remember. I was like... Six and a half, seven when the tw when the towers fell. No, I was like five or six when the towers fell. I barely remember it, but it felt like a different America. And then this America feels different than it did in 2010. This America feels way different than it did in 2015 and 2016. The point is, the landscape keeps changing, and it's always changed. There's nothing new about that. It's just who's calling the shots, where and when. Trump's speech came less than a week after the House committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol held a hearing focused specifically on Trump's interactions at his, uh, as his supporters stormed the complex, boasting and overwhelming law enforcement in the, in the process. The hearing highlighted a text exchange between two former Trump campaign aides who expressed uh, frustrations that Trump did not recognize Brian Sicknick, a Capitol Police officer who died during the May... No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Brian Sicknick died of a pre-existing heart condition. In fact, coroners ruled it had nothing to do with it. Oh, let's get this damn advertisement out of the way, but, I mean, you can see it right here, right? Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who engaged rioters, suffered two strokes and died of natural causes, officials say. Published April 19th, 2021, uh, Capitol Officer Brian Sicknick, 
Brian Desicknick suffered two strokes and died of natural causes a day after he confronted rioters at the January 6th insurrection. You notice how they kind of dropped the word insurrection, now it's riots or attacks? Yeah, they're really curbing the usage of that word. The district's chief medical examiner has ruled. The ruling released Monday will make it difficult for prosecutors to pursue homicide charges in the officer's death. Two men are accused of assaulting Sicknick by spraying a powerful chemical irritant at them. At him during the siege. The siege. That'd be a good band name. Siege. But prosecutors have not tied that exposure to Sicknick's death. In an interview with the Washington Post, Francisco J. Diaz, the medical examiner, said the autopsy found no evidence the 42-year-old officer suffered an allergic reaction to the chemical irritants, which Diaz said would have caused Sicknick's throat to quickly seize. Diaz also said there was no evidence of internal or external injuries. He just had a fucking stroke. It probably would have happened anyway. In fact, they go further on to say that it wasn't even related in the slates. Like some people were like, well, it could have exacerbated. The coroner did not rule that. Multiple coroners had to look at this case. None of them fucking ruled that out. Or none of them ruled that to be even possible. They're like, yeah, no, none of this seems like it was co- like, like it was January 6th related. It seems like it probably would have just happened anyway. Diaz said Sicknick suffered two strokes at the base of his brainstem caused by a clot an artery that supplies blood to the area of the body. Diaz said he could not comment on whether Sicknick had pre-existing medical conditions, citing privacy laws. In the days after the riot, police and Justice Department officials attributed Sicknick's death to his efforts to contain the riots. Democratic House, uh, okay, you see that? In the days after the riot, police and the Justice Department official attributed it. Meanwhile, Diaz over here is saying that it, it was not anything to do with that. Democrat House managers argued for then-President Don, President Donald Trump's impeachment, which happened, and Trump was outgoing by the time they finished the, impe- the second impeachment. They found him guilty. He was already about of office, and there was nothing they could do about it. Actually, I think he was shot down. Uh, argue that then-President Trump's impeachment... Uh, said Sicknick was killed by rioters, citing a New York Times story that said police initially believed Sicknick had been struck with a fire extinguisher. The Times later updated the story, saying there was no evidence of blunt force trauma. But exactly what caused Sicknick's death has remained unclear for more than 14 weeks. Not true. He had uh, come out in the wash, this is an old article, but came out in the wash that he... Let's see... Capitol Police said it's in a statement ruling, quote, does not change the fact that Officer Brian Sicknick died in the line of duty, courageously defending Congress and the Capitol. The agency said it will, quote, never forget Officer Sicknick's bravery, nor the bravery of any officer on January 6th who risked their lives to defend democracy and failed fucking miserably. Every one of you January 6th cops are fucking failures. Every one of you. You didn't stop anything from happening. Half of you guys let people into the fucking building. We took pictures with them. And the other half of you pretended or whatever the fuck. Y'all, y'all had that. Isn't it a little convenient with what we know about January 6th? On a side note here. One building, one half of the building, right, was violent clashes and people breaking windows. And the other half of the building was police holding doors and walking people in and giving them a tour and taking selfies. It's almost like... Some entity wanted to give the fucking American press two narratives. Fox News could say, look at the peaceful protesters going into the Capitol building on January 6th. Moron, buttfucker Carlson tonight. And then CNN could be like, look at the violent rioters. Look at them breaking into the windows. Look at that. Look at that. They're, they're, They're throwing shit at cops. Wow. Both media outlets had a narrative handed to him that fit their fucking bias so fucking perfectly. Ha. Diaz's ruling does not mean Sicknick was not assaulted or at the violent events at at the Capitol. Though, uh, Though I will say... 
Okay, well, look at, maybe I was wrong here. I will say AOC was in there. Sicknick was not, or uh, does not mean Sicknick was not assaulted or the violent offense of the Capitol did not contribute to his death. The medical examiner noted Sicknick was among the officers who engaged the mob and said, quote, all that transpired played a role in his condition. All right. I'm not going to go dig in for the article, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm pretty certain, though, in the end, it came out that it had nothing to do with them, but I didn't pick an article. I picked one that came up at random. So we're going to say I was wrong on that one, and it just contributed. But he did not die in the line of duty at the fucking Capitol building. So I just wanted to uh, debunk that. Who died during the melee that sounds like he, a Capitol Police officer who died during the melee. He died two to three days after the fucking riot happened. This article from The Hill that just came out is trying to make you believe that Brian Sicknick was beaten to death in the Capitol building. When the only people who died in the Capitol building were fucking Trump supporters. Including one of them, a woman named Ashley Babbitt, who got fucking vibe-checked by Capitol Hill Police. Who, by the way, we took us like nine months to even find out who the fuck shot an unarmed protester or a rioter or whatever the fuck you want to call them. <sighs> Do better, The Hill. And also, uh, it's probably coming up in some of these old episodes I'm uploading from uh, like the old podcast when it was only audio. I used to love The Hill. But like 20... Early 2019, something changed at The Hill. And I'm not sure what. Uh, the hearing highlighted... Okay, we read that part. Quote, Also shitty not to have even acknowledged the death of the Capitol Police officers. Form- former communication director Tim uh, Matog said in the January 9th exchange. Well, what is he going to say? He lies Brian Sitnik, the cop who had a stroke and died three days after the riot at the Capitol building. Okay, he died afterwards. What? What the fuck do you want him to say? If he had drugs on him, I'd have him put to death. I mean, come on. For fuck's sake. Quote, This is enraging to me. Fucking bitch. Everything he said about supporting law enforcement is a lie. I wish it was. End quote. Former Rapid Response Director Matt Holkin responded. Sounds like a big old pussy if you ask me. But now we're going to move on to the next article we got here. Alright, The Hill. It's uh, supposed to be, was it Center? Let's see. Right, The Hill is Center. My ass. Really, it's supposed to be centered when it has this piping hot piece of fucking propaganda in it about Brian Sicknick? Really? Go fuck yourself. Center my ass. Alright, we got the video here. It's only a minute of it, so let's enjoy the... Let's make sure it's all the context, right? Uh, ooh. Ooh, you almost got... You almost got me there, buddy. What is, what is this? ...to win President Trump's support, then betray him when it matters most. Yep. That's Tudor Dixon. She claims to be for Trump, but she's been endorsed by the Rhino huh. establishment's leading Never Trumpers. Worse, Tudor Dixon is bankrolled by anti-Trump billionaires who try to illegally remove Trump from office. You can't trust hmm. Rhinos who betray President Trump. You can't trust Tudor Dixon. Let's see. Kevin Rink. Let's see, what part is he running for? Kevin Rink. Let's see. Where am I getting? Uh, Kevin Rink for governor. Agenda. Let's see. What party is he running for? Bro, I just want to know what, what party you are. Let's see. Election day. It shouldn't be this hard to find out what fucking party you vote for, my guy. By cutting funding to all the Governor Whitmer is showing just how little she cares about protecting life. Whitmer is pro-choice. She is simply pro-abortion. All right, I'll I'll assume uh, maybe in America. The only reason I played that is because it was covered. You have Democrats paying millions of dollars to run ads bolstering uh, America First candidates, 
and that's given room to a lot of uh, all, like other America First slash other just like Rhino Republicans creating attack ads, exposing them for accepting or being funded by Democrats. So this just created interesting uh, campaign ads. I was just curious if that's what that was. Sorry, it had nothing to do with the episode. Our country is going to hell, and it's going to hell very fast. It's a very unsafe place. We need the largest increase in the hiring of police officers in American history, and that's what this will be. And we'll get that done. I have no doubt, Kevin, we'll get that done. Steve, we'll get that done. To get... We're a war zone. To lead this effort, a joint violent crime task force composed of the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security should be tasked with destroying these organizations, and the penalties should be very, very severe. If you look at countries throughout the world... Okay, I mean, he's saying organizations. If he's going after cartels that operate in the U.S., then I have less of a problem about it. I would still prefer states to handle it. But Democrat states are never going to handle that shit. So... The ones that don't have a drug problem are those that institute a very quick trial death penalty sentence for drug dealers. It sounds horrible, doesn't it? But you know what? That's the ones that don't have any problem. It doesn't take 15 years in court. It goes quickly and you absolutely you execute a drug dealer and you'll save 500 lives because they kill, on average, 500 people. It's terrible to say, but you take a look at every country in this world that doesn't have a problem with drugs. They have a very strong death penalty for the people that sell drugs. If we're going to stop this scourge... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well... Actually, this seems like it's something he's been pushing for a very long time. Um. This is democracy now. Uh, fuck off. I just want the clip. Moon Township, Pennsylvania. Thousand people with drugs because you're smuggling them in and you're making a lot of money and people are dying and they don't even put you in jail. They don't do anything. But you might get 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. You might get a year. But you're not going to get... And then you wonder why... Give me one sec. So I found it. I had to... It's weird. I couldn't find it on YouTube. It's almost like there's an interest in protecting China. I don't know. There's no interest in protecting China, right? Anyway. Found it. Trump urges death penalty for drug dealers. China. China has no drug problems. Yeah, they also have a, a severe lack of freedom. Okay, hold on. All throughout the world, if you look at countries through... All throughout the world, no matter where you go, the only ones that don't have a drug problem are those that institute the death penalty for drug dealers. They're the only ones that don't have any problem. They don't have a drug problem. You understand that, Tom. I never even discussed this with you, but you understand it better than anybody. China has no drug problem. No, China has no drug problem because they have what's called quick trial. Quick trial. Where a dealer, when caught, goes to trial quickly and, if guilty, is immediately executed. Singapore, likewise, despite the wealth and all of the other aspects that would normally lead to massive use of drugs has no drug problem because dealers are given after a fast trial the death penalty okay so over here this is newsweek right right leaning bias let's let's compare that to this clip here this clip is from the exact same event but there's nothing in here about china they cut that whole thing out that lunatics attacked innocent Wait, different. <laughs> My bad. Here we go. Is going to hell, and it's going to hell very fast. It's a very unsafe place. We need the largest increase in the hiring of police officers in American history, and that's what this will be. 
and we'll get that done. I have no doubt, Kevin, we'll get that done, Steve. We'll get that done. To get We're a war zone. To lead this effort, a joint violent crime task force composed of the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security should be tasked with destroying these organizations. And the penalties should be very, very severe. If you look at countries throughout the world, the ones that don't have a drug problem are those that institute a very quick trial death penalty sentence for drug dealers. It sounds horrible, doesn't it? But you know what? That's the ones that don't have any problem. It doesn't take 15 years in court. It goes quickly and you absolutely you execute a drug dealer and you'll save 500 lives because they kill, on average, 500 people. It's terrible to say, but you take a look at every country in this world that doesn't have a problem with drugs. They have a very strong death penalty for the people that sell drugs. If we're going to stop this school... So if you want to know exactly where... Let's see... Ah, whatever. There was a clip cut out of it earlier, but we'll go to this article. This is the one talking about the video that I saw. So let's read this one instead. Trump urges death penalty for drug dealers. China has no drug problem. By Jake Thomas. Oh, this is... Whoa, really? I thought this was from... Interesting. Okay, never mind. Maybe they're different events? Same background. Same background in both videos. All right. Before President Trump says the United States should its response uh, to the illegal narcotics trade on China, where he said accusing drug dealers uh, or accused drug dealers are executed after swift trials. Trump made the remarks in a speech he delivered at Las Vegas, Nevada, Friday during a rally. Uh for his endorsed candidate in the state's gubernatorial and Senate races. The speech was marked by two recurring themes for Trump, a demand for law and order, as well as an administration on heavy-handed governance. Yeah, Addressing what he's characterized as an alarming wave of violent crime, Trump uh, prefaced his praise for China, with uh, prefaced his uh, praise for China, by saying he would either, quote, get a standing ovation or, quote, people are going to walk out of the room. Well, a lot of Trump supporters are very uh, libertarian. You know, you got the Dave Smiths who aren't, but a lot of them lean libertarian or outright are. Quote, if you look at the country throughout the world, the ones that don't have any drug problems are those that institute the death penalty for drug dealers. They're the only ones. You understand that? China has no drug problem, Trump said to applause. Let's see. During his speech, Trump recalls asking uh, Chinese chairman, because it translates to chairman, not president, uh, Xi Jinping, or Pooh Bear, if you really want to respectfully address him, if his country had a drag had, had a drag problem, <laughs> no, we have that. Had a drug problem. Quote: I innocently and perhaps naively asked if there was much of a drug problem in China. Why would you ask? He didn't say this, but I'm saying what he was thinking. Why would you ask such a dumb question? Is that no, no, no? We don't have a drug problem. We would have a. Why would we have a drug problem? There is no problem. Drug dealers get the death penalty, okay? The people, the trial goes very quickly. So instead of coming into China, they go someplace else. We've had a big drug problem over the centuries, but we don't have a drug problem at all. Now they don't deal in China, the former president said. Okay, so this was at an event in Las Vegas? Okay, and where was this? Death penalties. Uh, does this say where it's from? Trump calls for quick death penalties for drug dealers as U.S. is going to hell. Donald Trump calls 
uh, for rolling out of a quick death penalty for drug dealers in the U.S. as the country is, quote, going to hell. The former president said, while it sounds horrible, the countries that don't have a drug problem are those that institute a very quick trial death penalty sentence for dealers. Quote, you execute a young dealer, you execute a young drug dealer, and you'll save 500 lives because they kill an average of 500 people, Trump told the America First Policy Institute Summit in Washington. Okay, correct the record. My mistake, I was thinking that this article was from another one. Okay, so the clip being shared around that I saw was an older clip where he compared it to China. It's not an excuse, but it was at American. It was at the. It was at that same group put on the same event, the America First Policy Institute. So same backdrop in both places. My mistake. Okay. Oops. Well, I mean, we get the we get the idea now. We don't need to read another article. No, go away. Let's see. Former President Donald Trump said executing a drug dealer would save approximately 500 lives while speaking Tuesday in Washington, D.C. at the America First Policy Institute for the first time since leaving office. Trump was discussing the border crisis and said criminals from other countries came across the border and bring crime and drugs. Quote, other countries very happily send all of their criminals now through our open border into the United States. They're emptying their jails into the United States. We're like a dumping ground. We're not going to allow that to happen. We know where the gangs operate. We know where these gangs operate, what streets they control. We even know their names. The police officers know their names. The problem is they're not allowed to do anything about it. And they want to. We need to get... <laughs> uh, we need to get... Damn it. We need to get in there more immediately. Go into every drug den, every stash hash, every stash hash, every hideaway and round up the dealers and killers and the gang members and charge them with anything and every crime, with any and every crime. He continued, nothing Noting, the penalty for drug dealers should be very, very severe. Let's see, and this is from when? July 26th, yeah, this is from today, or uh, yesterday, by the time of uploading. Alright, if you look at countries throughout the world, oh, it's going to have a ad, yeah. Quote, if you look at countries throughout the world, the ones that don't have a drug problem are those that institute a very quick trial, death penalty sentencing for drug dealers, Trump said. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is a lot longer. This is the full context. Let's, uh, let's watch this. Shout out to Daily Caller. Just give us the entire fucking video. Appreciate that. Every single city. Or it's in trouble, like the kind of trouble we're talking. It's run by Democrats and the crazy policies that they put forth. And they can't believe them. And certainly after all of this time with the bad results, you would say, gee, it's time to make a change. But I really believe even a majority of the Democrats would say, because they don't want to be brutalized, the majority of Democrat voters would say exactly what I'm saying is right. Third, we need a no-holds-barred national campaign to dismantle gangs and organized street crime in America. During my presidency, we sent tens of thousands of MS-13 gang members back out of our country. We'd either ideally send them out, and in some cases they were so bad and so dangerous, we put them in jail because we didn't trust the other countries to hold them. Because, as you know, other countries very happily send all of their criminals now through our open border into the United States. We're emptying, they're emptying their jails into the United States. We're like a dumping ground. We're not going to allow that to happen. We know where these gangs operate, what streets they control. We even know their names. The police officers know their names. The problem is they're not allowed to do anything about it. And they want to. We need to get in there immediately. Go into every drug den, every stash house, 
every hideaway and round up the dealers and killers and the gang members and charge them with any and every crime that we find. And there are a lot of them, drug crimes, sex crimes, all sorts of crimes, vicious, vicious, horrible crimes like we've really never seen before, certainly not on a scale like this. We're a war zone. To lead this effort, a joint violent crime task force composed of the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security should be tasked with destroying these organizations. And the penalties should be very, very severe. If you look at countries throughout the world, the ones that don't have a drug problem are those that institute a very quick trial death penalty sentence for drug dealers. It sounds horrible, doesn't it? But you know what? That's the ones that don't have any problem. It doesn't take 15 years in court. It goes quickly and you absolutely, you execute a drug dealer and you'll save 500 lives because they kill on average 500 people. It's terrible to say, but you take a look at every country in this world that doesn't have a problem with drugs. They have a very strong death penalty for the people that sell drugs. If we're going to stop this scourge, it's time to get brutally tough on the dealers and traffickers and narco-terrorist cartels. Was All right, there it is. I mean, it's 3 minutes and 11 seconds in, but this alone over here at Daily Call of the whole video, everyone else just has a clip of the video there, a clip of a, a video here, and I will admit again, I was confused because both the videos, the video I came across in the wild that was supposed to be the one from today where he says, you know, we need, need to do what China does, had the exact same background, but I didn't have the context that that was in Las Vegas, and this one's in, D in Washington right now. So... Ooh. All right. I mean, if he's just going after the cartels and large criminal organizations that hurt innocent people and bystanders on a regular basis, again, I would much prefer the uh, much prefer the federal government to stay out of it and let the states handle it unless the states ask for help. But at the same time, I'll take it because it doesn't sound like he has any interest in going after just you know crackhead Pete who sells weed and LSD to you. Looks like he's going after the organized dealers, the the big time operators. The uh... and here's the thing: Al Capone's an antihero for me, as far as I'm concerned. Prohibition was unconstitutional. I think drug laws are unconstitutional. But if I had to pick someone I care about, I don't care about a, one random drug dealer. I, I'm much more concerned about a giant about a cartel that operates. Uh, comes through one border and out the other and causes all sorts of chaos and havoc in between. I'll take it. Stealing over 200,000 American lives a year. And that's a very low number compared to what the real number is. It's a very low. Think of it. 200,000. You don't lose that in wars. You don't lose that in wars. And yes, these drug traffickers should and must receive the death penalty. And I'll tell you, just from dealing with the heads of other countries... I said to President Xi of China, do you have a drug problem? No, no, no. Why do we ask such a question? No. He almost didn't know what I was talking about. No, no. I said, why do you think? Well, if somebody is selling drugs, they get the quick trial. Yeah, quick trial. Sure Never forget. Is... What is quick trial? Meaning it goes fast. And they get the death penalty. But when I asked him, I said, do you have in any way... No okay, so now I am confused because, so he's, okay, he probably just said the same thing at both events. So I did, okay, so there's a good chance that the clip I did see of him comparing it to China did come out. This is what I hate. Why can't you assholes just put the full fucking clip? Sure, it's almost seven minutes long, but it's all fucking there. Why do you fucking assholes have to divide it up? You want to know why left-wing media is crumbling and losing credibility? It's because the right-wing media is the ones that put out the entire fucking clip in its entirety. Well, not its entirety, but they put out a lot more of the clips so you have the context before, during, and after what he says. So it's not just, he's saying expand the government and go after the drug dealers and kill them. No, he's saying go after the criminal organizations and big international cartels that deal with drugs in, 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 and, in America and in Mexico. And bring that shit over. He's talking about large, organized 
uh, criminal enterprises, not fucking crackhead Pete with a baggie of weed with a, if you can get a fucking lid for 25 bucks from him, it's all bunk, you know, he doesn't give a fuck about that. Drug problem, they do have a drug problem, you know what they do, they make drugs and send them into our country, but I had it stopped, that was a drug problem they had. We had it stopped. Now it's bigger fentanyl. They make it, most of it, and they send it through Mexico, through the border. And we had it just about stopped. And now the border, as you know, is just a horrible situation. But you look at Singapore, you look at other countries where they have the death penalty. They have no drug problem whatsoever. And if we did that, in one year, even if it was not strong, because it's never going to be quite like China. I would say. What do you think, Kevin? You think it will ever be like? I don't think so. No matter what we do, no matter how tough we get, it won't be quite. You know what a quick trial is, right? Two hours. That's what. It, not two years. Not twenty years. No, we're not going to have that. But just by the horrible situation. One more time. Quick trial. Quick trial. Never forget. What is quick trial? Meaning it goes fast, and they get the death penalty. But when I asked him, I said, "Do you have in any way?" No drug problem. They do have a drug problem. You know what they do? They make drugs and send them into our country. But I had it stopped. That was a drug problem they had. We had it stopped. Now it's bigger fentanyl. They make it, most of it, and they send it through Mexico, through true, the border. True. And we had it just about stopped. And now the border, as you know, is just a horrible situation. But you look at Singapore, you look at other countries where they have the death penalty, have no drug problem whatsoever. And if we did that, in one year, even if it was not strong, because it's never going to be quite like China, I would say. What do you think, Kevin? You think it will All ever right. be like? I don't think so. No. Damn. God damn it. See, everyone told me, Trouble's like, oh, we need to do what China does. And they, I had all these quotes, and I saw these fucking clips floating around the internet where it made it sound like Trouble's like, yeah, what China does over there is great when it comes to this. And we need to do it just like they do. No, he just now said, God damn it. God damn it. I want to hate the man. I mean, I do. They're, they're, oh, I don't hate him. I honestly don't think he's that hateable of a guy, to be quite frank. Yeah, banning bump stocks and being pro-red flag laws and all that shit is a huge, huge issue for me that I cannot fucking put aside. And he needs to be held to the fire for that, as well as this fucking poisonous vaccine. Shit. Well, let's see. Sorry about that. I, I said something about the vaccine that would probably make it so YouTube wouldn't let me upload it there. So I just had to write down at what point I said that so I can go back and clip that out just for the YouTube upload. Because, you know, I had to censor myself for that platform. Eh, probably not. I'm probably not going to do that. I'm probably just going to upload it as is. I don't know. I can't pretend to care about fucking uh, YouTube as much as I used to. Then again, I took YouTube seriously for like, what, three months? And then I quit. Moved over here to BitChute. I'm having the time of my life. Uh, anyway... I have nothing to disagree with what he, with anything he just said. Damn it, everyone told me. And now, yeah, another thing. Uh, Yemen drone strikes and uh, commando raids in Yemen. That's another thing to criticize and absolutely detest about the Trump administration. That and him and uh, Pompeo talking about killing Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. That's another thing to deeply despise about the Trump four years. And look out for in his possible next four years. But yeah, uh, this is another one of those times, and I'll fully admit, I had bought into all the clips and quotes I saw being thrown around, and I just believe Trump was saying China was good about their quick trials. That's on me. I hopped on here with that bias, and I just got checked in real time, and you know what? I'll eat that, my bad. No matter what we do, no matter how tough we get, it won't be quite... You know what a quick trial is, right? Two hours. That's what it... Not two years, not 20 years. No, we're not going to have that. But just by the mere fact that you have that, immediately, Newt, drug dealing would go down and deaths would go down by at least 50%. 5-0. 5 If the radical Democrat politicians at the state, local levels, refuse to protect public safety and instead turns criminals loose, to prey upon the innocent, then the federal government will have no choice but to step in, not wait for the governors anymore. I was mandated, wait for the governors, but sometimes I couldn't do that. I was watching too many things happen in Minnesota, Minneapolis, what 
happened if we didn't send in the National Guard, they wouldn't have a city left. But you have to wait for the governors, in theory. We shouldn't be doing that anymore. If a governor wants to have vast numbers of people killed and riots and all of the problems that we have, we're not going to wait any longer. We're going to pass legislation where we can immediately go in and help those people that are under siege and they have governors that don't know what they're doing. Under these circumstances, the federal government has the right Really, they have the right to do what they want to do, but we can't do that. We can't give that. It's a duty for us to use every tool, every authority and constitutional power at our disposal to defend the citizens of our country. If we have a weak, foolish, and stupid governor that is allowing the kind of things that you saw to take place, we have to be able to go in and we have to... Damn. All right. Damn, I got fact check in real time, but there you go. Let's wrap up this article, and then I'm done with my tail between my legs. Quote, if you already read that part, sounds horrible, doesn't it? But you know, we already read that. The Trump administration launched the First Steps Act, which was a criminal justice reform that saw thousands of drug dealers released. Within one year of its passing, approximately 3,100 inmates were released from federal prison. I knew about this. I'm retarded. Uh, Federal prison for good behavior. Many were convicted of drug offenses. Reuters reported more than 1,600 inmates had had their sentences reduced. Oh. Reduced. uh, the Okay. Sentence reduced. uh, The law sought. There's a typo there, buddy sought to reduce disciplinary uh, uh, di- uh, disparities in sentencing between those who committed crimes with crack versus powdered cocaine, Reuters responded. Trump previously called the death penalty for a drug dealer, saying in a 2018, now that's what we probably just looked at, that it was uh, time to get tough on dealers, otherwise, quote, we are wasting our time. The toughness includes the death penalty. By Brianna Lyman. Okay. Well, you know what? I can get behind that. And that being said, this brings us to the end of this episode. You saw my ass do a 180. You guys saw me grift in real time. I'm sure somebody will probably say that eventually. Anyway, that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your anti-government propagandist, James Madison. And Inside Four Walls, it's sponsored by Inside... uh, is sponsored and powered by both Anchor and Sin Media. We'll catch you guys later. Oh, and one last shout-out. I want to give a thank you to Providence Buttons. This isn't a paid sponsorship or anything, but I got my note here from Gabby, which I'll be throwing pictures of afterwards. She sent me a pro-life pin made out of, like, little bones. Which I thought was kind of ironic, you know, pro-life made out of bones. It's a little bit of irony to that, but thank you so much, Gabby. I appreciate the pin. It has become part of my daily wardrobe, and, it, and I enjoy how it makes certain people seethe. Especially because I wear it next to my not-vaccinated button. Ah, oh, she's taking a short break. Oh, well, I'll uh, throw up the pictures of my pins. I got the pro-life pin. And I just want to give a shout-out. There will be a link to her Etsy store below. She's got a bunch of... Very Christian and uh, positive. She's got positive messages on her pins. She's got Christian quotes. She sent me a little sticker that says you are loved on it. So thank you. Uh, I'll leave a link to her store. Go give her some love and support. Tell her that Inside Four Walls sent you. And again, support the people who support independent content creators. So Again, thank you, Providence Buttons and Gabby, and thank you guys for watching, sharing, subscribing, liking, upvoting, and all that good stuff. I'll catch you guys later. Deuce.
America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.